once again and I'm continuing our series on his incredible love and I want to continue from where I left off talking about how God has honored you and I and how there is no greater honor that God could bestow on us because of his incredible love for us than for us to be called children of God and I'm just going to read it again for you in the book of um, 1st John chapter 3 verses 1 to 2 and I'm going to read it from the amplified version and it says see what an incredible quality of love the father has given shown bestowed on us that we should be permitted to be named and called and counted the children of God and so we are period <laughs> the reason that the world does not know recognize acknowledge us is that it does not know recognize and acknowledge him beloved we are even here and now God's children it is not yet disclosed made clear what we shall be hereafter but we know that when he comes and is manifested we shall as God's children resemble and be like him isn't that great I know who I am now right now I am a child of God we are God's children right now period and yes I may not know what I will be like when I see him but I know that I shall resemble and be like him and that is good enough for me <laughs> I shall resemble and be like him for we shall see him just as he really is what an awesome expectation what an awesome expectation to look forward to so there is no greater honor bestowed on us than what the father has given to us to be called children of God and it carries weight in this realm and in the spirit realm it carries a lot of weight our challenge is that we don't always know what it means so we can't fully walk in it we talked about how God honored Jesus and we saw that in 2nd Peter 1 17 when he said this is my son and we saw how Jesus conducted his life after that after the baptism after the Holy Spirit came after that declaration, that honor that was given to him by the Father, it changed Jesus' walk for the next three years because he lived out this expression. He always was, but he lived it out in the most amazing way, loving in the most amazing way. In the same way, now you know that you have received this honor where the father because of his incredible love has bestowed on you the privilege to be named called and counted children of god we need to walk in that we need to walk in it in all of its fullness because that name that name is the greatest name that anybody could ever have here on earth that name to be in this family is the greatest family of all and it's a name to be one 
with grace, reverence, and humility. You know, in the world, for example, we are not judges, we are not doctors, we are not people who are experts in their different fields. We are not judges because we know they make decisions based on powers given to them that impact people's life. We hold them in high regard because of their position or their expertise. Think about it. You are held in high regard. You are held in very high regard by God, by everyone in the spirit realm, even by the enemy, especially by the enemy. You are held in high regard because God has bestowed a honor upon you because of the position that you now hold because of the love of the Father given to you. Think about it. God holds you in high regard and he has honored you and given you the right to be called his children. Now let's turn to Ephesians 1 and verse 5. Let's turn to Ephesians 1 verse 5. I really want you to get this. Ephesians 1 verse 5 says, Having predestinated us unto adoption, this is God. God predestinated us unto the adoption of children by Jesus Christ to himself. God predestinated us unto the adoption to be adopted as his own children. God predestinated us. He before ordained us. He planned, the Amplified says, in his love for us that we would be adopted, revealed as his own children through Jesus Christ in accordance not to your will, but in accordance to the purpose of his will. Because it pleased him to do so. So you are adopted as God's children through Jesus Christ. I'm just reemphasizing what we've just read in 1 John 3 verses 1 and 2. You are adopted, destined by God planned in his love before you ever were to be adopted as his children through Jesus Christ. Let's look at Romans 8.15. Romans 8.15. You should be dancing. I am. Romans 8.15 says, For you have not received the spirit of bondage again to fear, but you have received what? The spirit of adoption. The spirit that produces sonship. That's the spirit of God that is in you. That's what you receive when you got born again. You receive the spirit of adoption. The spirit of God that produces sonship. That changes you. That makes you into his child. And so now we cry. Abba, Father. Abba, Father means being the most endearing term that one could use to describe the intimate relationship that now exists between a child and the father. God being the father, you and I, 
now be children of God. So we are adopted. We have received the spirit of adoption. So the Holy Spirit, the scripture goes on to say in verse 16, bears witness. It's constantly telling you, bears witness with your spirit that you are a child of God. It says the spirit himself testifies together with our own spirit, assuring us, assuring us of this honor that has been bestowed on us the spirit of adoption assuring us all the time that we are children of God wow let's look at Galatians chapter 4 Galatians chapter 4 and verse 4 it says but when the fullness of time was come God sent forth his son, Jesus. When the fullness of time was on, God sent forth his son, made of a woman, made under the law. He sent forth his son, Jesus, to redeem them that were under the law. Why? So that we might receive the adoption of sons and because now we are sons God has sent forth the spirit of his son into our hearts crying Abba father we just read that in Romans 8 15 and 16 God has sent forth the Holy Spirit the spirit of his son into our hearts and now we freely cry out Abba Father. It goes on in verse 7 to say, Wherefore you are no more a servant. We're no longer servants, but a son. And if a son, then an heir of God through Christ. So behold, what manner of love the Father has bestowed, this honor bestowed on us, that we now are called children of God you know what to honor or what an honor means when when you see that word honor it means to price it's talking about to value something highly to esteem to place a value on something or on someone when you honor something you price it you deem it as most important you prioritize it And this is how God sees you. God has put a highest price on you. He he has given you this honor. He has put a value on you when he called you a child of God. You may have been called all other kinds of name. God brought you from there. He adopted you as his son. And he put the highest value, the highest honor, the highest price on you when he called you a child of God because he deemed you so important to him. And you need to see yourself the way that God sees you. The way that God loves you. The way that God has honored you. 
the way that God has esteemed you, the way that God has priced you, you are far above, the scripture says, principalities and powers. You are sat in heavenly places in Christ Jesus. That is where he has put you in the same place as he has put Jesus Christ. You are in Christ, sat at the right hand. Why? Because he has honored you, calling you his child. That is the greatest honor than anyone could have on this. It's an honor that we should hold and carry and practice with humility, but with reverence and with grace because it has been given to us by God. And he bestowed it on us, the scripture says, because of the incredible quality of love with which he loved us. You know, when we think about Paul and Paul saying in Philippians chapter 3 and verse 8, maybe now we understand when he says that every other honor that I had, and he had some, you know, when you read Paul's story, we know that Paul was somebody noteworthy before he found the Lord. In the Jewish tradition, in the traditions of men, in that whole circle, he was someone noteworthy. But he says in Philippians chapter 3 and verse 8, Paul writes and he says, Yes, doubtless, and I count all things, all things, but loss for the excellency of the knowledge of Christ Jesus my Lord. He says, I count all things but loss. Before that, in verse 7, he says, Whatever was gained to me, those I counted loss for Christ. Whatever was gained to me, he says, I counted them as loss for Christ. Actually, I want us to read this well. So let's start from Philippians chapter 3 and verse Three. It says, For we are the circumcision who worship God in the Spirit. Rejoice in Christ Jesus and have no confidence in the flesh. So Paul is now talking about himself. He says, Though I also might have confidence in the flesh, if anyone else thinks he may have confidence in the flesh, I am also. Now he starts to tell us why. Circumcise the eighth day of the stock of Israel, of the tribe of Benjamin, a Hebrew of Hebrew, concerning the law of Pharisee, concerning zeal persecuting the church, concerning the righteousness, right standing, the honors, the accreditation of men, which is in the law, blameless. Then he goes on to say in verse 7, but what things were gained to me, all of this I have counted loss for Christ. Yes, indeed, I count all things lost for one thing, the excellence of the knowledge of Christ Jesus, my Lord. Remember many, some series ago when we're talking about the love of Christ, that we may know the love of Christ. You know, Paul priced the love of Christ. 
Paul priced this incredible love that we're talking about. He esteemed it more important than everything he had in the flesh. He understood that this love put him in a class that is unattainable in the flesh. A class of its own with God. He became one with God in the same class as God through Christ Jesus. Because of this, that's what the love did. It exalted him. So all the things that were of this flesh, I count them as lost to gain that honor that comes because of the incredible love. And I say this because I, I want you to understand what you have. I want you to picture what you have. I want you to see how privileged you are. How honored by God you are. How prized you are. And as you see it, I want you to see yourself the way God sees you. Believe the love. Believe that God has honored you this way. Believe everything that he means to be a child of God. You know, the greatest title you could have after your name is not MBA, is not PhD, is not MBE, is not DL, but it is C-O-G, child of God. That is the greatest title that you could have after your name. Falakamalafe, C. O-G, I am a child of God because wherever I step into, I am recognized in the spirit realm and here I am carrying God with me. I have God in me. I have God with me. I have the host of heavens surrounding me. I have outstanding victory because of God. I have love exploding in me, around me, and for me because I am a C-O-G, a child of God. And the devil has to flee because there's no fellowship between light and darkness, God and Belial. And I am a COG, a child of God. So recognize who you are because the devil and his authorities know who you are, but you need to know who you are. It means something. It carries weight in the spiritual realm and it talks directly to your relationship, your intimate relationship, your blood covenant connection with God your Father. And that's why you can cry, Abba Father, as we saw in Romans 8:17. That's why you have favor and grace and blessings and abundance come to you. Because of who you are. That's why the angels listen to your command 
when you declare the word of God and the Bible says they minister for you in Hebrews 1 14 and that's why the devil has to flee when you resist him why all because you are a COG a child of God the greatest honor of all you have received the greatest honor of all you have been bestowed with the greatest honor of all it has been given to you so stand firm in that position and in that place you're a child of God and that means something so you price it you esteem it you value it because all authorities do on earth and in the heavens in the heavens and also on the earth. God bless you, and I'll see you soon. Thank you very much. Bye-bye.